0: Lord, open my lips, that my mouth may proclaim your praise. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. We are in the second Sunday in this Epiphany season. Uh, That word uh, in the original language is Epiphaneia, which means the showing forth or the manifestation or the revealing of the divine. And of course it starts on January 6th when we read the story of the three wise men who follow the light of the star that manifests the way to the manger and then find the light of the world in the manger and then return home, Gentiles of course, to their Gentile country with the understanding that they are taking that light with them. They are going on back to their homeland to reveal this light that they have seen. So we've got a, a fairly long epiphany season this year. It's going to be nice to just kind of stay in the light, not that we're ever out of it as Christians. But the Epiphany season is determined by the dating of Easter, which is fairly late this year. So we get 60 days in Lent, and then you've got to figure out how long Epiphany is between the end of the 12 days of Christmas and the beginning of Lent. So Epiphany is always this kind of movable season. It can be short or it can be long. Last year, it was really short, that meant we were really hurrying into Lent. Um, so this year, we've got a little bit more time today just kind of spread ourselves out and remain in this wonderful season of the showing forth, the manifestation of the light of Christ. Christ, of course, is the only light of the world. He is the true light of the world. At the beginning of John's Gospel, we hear the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. The true light, which is Christ. And yet we are given this amazing commission. We are to be his light bearers. We are to bear that light, the light of Christ, who comes into the world. I'll repeat the collect for today. This prayer, Almighty God, whose Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ, is the light of the world, grant that your people, illumined by your word and sacraments, may shine with the radiance of Christ's glory. We are to be light bearers, not our own light, but Christ's light Within us, uh, you probably, most of you know that I rather like the Star Wars series, and so you know when I think about a light bearer, I think the lightsaber, you know, is <laughs> light against the darkness. Well, we're the lightsabers, and you know, we're to be filled with the light of Christ fighting against the darkness, but it's his own light that resides within us. We are to shine with the radiance of Christ's glory. Well, how does that happen? Well, first of all, we need to empty ourselves of any sense of our own glory, right? Uh, that's countercultural. The culture will tell you, you know, stand up for yourself as far as kind of puffing yourself up. Filling yourself with yourself and uh, proclaiming loud and wide what you have done, what you've accomplished. But in order to make room for Christ's glory, we need to empty ourselves of any false idea that we have any glory of ourselves. We need to let go of the need to tell everyone how smart we are. What great ideas we have uh, to let everyone know the multitude of our talents. We've got to let go of all of that that would claim for ourselves any kind of glory because, after all, it was never ours. Everything that we have received, any gift that we have, any talent that we have, is just a gift that's been given. So we can't boast of anything. But we're to empty ourselves of any false notions that indeed those are things on which we may uh, boast, have any pride whatsoever. Paul to uh, the church in Corinth says, you are called to be saints. You see, God always goes out first. We've not accomplished anything. God is always going out ahead of us. We are called to be saints because God's called us to be saints. Now, no false pride either. You are saints, not because of what you have done, but because what what God has done to set you apart in him, to make you holy. You don't do, we don't do anything in and of ourselves Somebody uh, said that a definition of a saint is someone who has so many holes in them that that there's more room for Christ's light to shine through. See, we're all broken. We all have holes. We all have cracks. It's whether we or not we try and mend them ourselves or let Christ shine through where he's mended in multicolored ways, that his light shines through the broken pieces. God is faithful, Paul, again to the Corinthians. By him, you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Again, God does the calling. He issues the invitation. We just merely respond. Called, chosen, into a fellowship and we just receive. He does the sanctifying, we do the receiving. God has given us his grace, Paul says. He has enriched us in speech and knowledge of every kind. He's given it to us. If we have knowledge, if we have speech, it comes from the Lord. And Paul again goes on to say, we are not lacking in any spiritual gift. And note the term, it's a gift. It's just given. We just get to receive it, unwrap it. And it's not for us. Spiritual gifts are given to us, Paul says elsewhere, for the building up of the body. It's always for the whole, for the entire body. That's why we can't boast in them. Because they're always and only ever given, freely given by God, so that everybody is enriched by those gifts. So first of all, we need to empty ourselves of any false pride. Of any sense that any of this is our own talent, our own abilities. They're all God given. So we empty ourselves of that. So how do we get filled up, filled up with Christ? Well, the Collect gives us an idea about this. It says that we are, when we are illumined, lighted up, by God's Word and sacraments. So being filled with Christ's glory requires a daily dose of God's Word, that we know Christ, that we know his ways, that we know his character, so that all of those things illumine us from the inside out, fill us up, God's word reveals Christ, reveals God's ways, his truth. And the more we get to know that, the more that he can expand within us, that his glory can shine in us, the more we squelch all of the other things and allow the room for his glory to shine, the more the darkness goes away. Outside, there was a little girl who asked her mummy, she'd heard that Jesus is the one who makes us real. And she said, so mummy, how does Jesus make us real? Does he draw us first and then color us in? What a beautiful image. Does he draw the outline of who we are and then color us in afterwards? See, so often we try and color ourselves in, don't we? Any of you who have ever used watercolors know that if you put too much water and you have all these beautiful colors that start off as these beautiful colors and then the water and the colors all kind of seem to seep together so that you've got mud. You've just got this horrible brown mess in the middle. See, when we try and do that ourselves, when we try and color ourselves in to make us real, we don't make ourselves pretty at all. <laughs> We're pretty nasty looking. But it's true. Jesus has the contours of who we are, and he fills us in with just vibrant, radiant light and color, his colors. The more we allow him to make us Real to fill us in with his beautiful and glorious color. We do that by staying in his word and seeing the colors of who he is in his word, but also, the Collect says, through his sacraments. And through the sacrament of baptism, we are brought into this life. We are in Christ and he in us, this amazing divine mystery that says that we are members of Christ, and yet he comes and lives within us. A beautiful and wonderful mystery. But we're also fed with his very life. In this Eucharist, in this holy communion, we are drawn together in Christ. He says in John's Gospel, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. You see, in this sacrament, he gives us himself. He feeds us with himself so that we are transformed from our fleshly nature into his nature. And he shines more and more in us. The amazing thing is, the more broken we are, and the more we allow Christ within us, the more brightly he can shine. Some of you might remember Jesus Christ Superstar, and at the very end there's all this shattered glass And the light refracting from that, reflecting from that, is so bright. And the actor says, I never knew broken glass could shine so brightly. So it's Christ's light that comes and shines through us. But there's always a so that. You know me now and... We look at Paul, there's always a so that. Why are we filled with this light? So that he may be known, he may be worshipped, he may be obeyed to the ends of the earth. In the passage from Isaiah, we hear the Lord saying, It is too little that I should send you to the tribes of Jacob and Israel. I will give you as a light to the nations, all nations, so that my salvation will be known to the ends of the earth. You see, as we're filled with Christ's light, we're always pointing to him and away from us. The finger is always to Christ. It's what John the Baptist came to do. He's got disciples following him. There are whole crowds coming out to the Jordan to be baptized by him. He's got followers going from one place to another. And yet he knows with an absolute certainty, I came to point to him. Look, the Lamb of God. Look, there he is, the Lamb of God. He said, from the very beginning of my ministry, this is why I came. After me comes a man who ranks ahead of me because he was before me. I came for this reason that he might be revealed to Israel. His entire ministry is about pointing to somebody else and that somebody else is the Lamb of God. And when his disciples hear this, they leave him. He doesn't go after them and say, no, no, stick around. We've got a pretty good ministry going on here. He just lets them go because he's the one to follow. Jesus is the one to follow. And so Andrew, who was John the Baptist's disciple, and another one who we don't know who he is, maybe John the Evangelist. He's telling the story, after all, But Andrew and another disciple of John follow Jesus. And he turns around and says, what do you want from me? Where are you? Where are you staying? And they spend the entire day with him. And what is the first thing that Andrew does after at the end of that day? He goes to find his brother. We found him. We found the Messiah. Come, Come and see him. You know all throughout, Peter is the one who we hear about most often. But Andrew's there. But most often when we read something about Andrew, he's bringing somebody else to Jesus. He's always bringing people to Jesus. And he brings his brother. And Jesus says, you are Simon. You are Simon Peter but you will be called Cephas. There's a play on words there. Maybe kind of in a diminutive sense, rocky, you know. You're the rock. He certainly doesn't seem to be throughout the gospel story, but Jesus knows that eventually he will die for him. See, we are always about pointing away from ourselves And to the one who allows us to do what we do, who gives us gifts, who's redeemed us, who's chosen us from the beginning of the world. And we point to him, away from ourselves, to him. It's what Paul does. If you read today's uh, epistle reading, you go back through it and count up how many times Paul says, Jesus, Jesus Christ Christ. Christ Lord God I, it's amazing every single sentence at least once or twice he's always always pointing to Jesus the only time Paul ever points to himself is to say look what he did in me look what Jesus did in me but all of these gospel all of these characters in the gospel point to him to the Lamb of God, and we are also, that's our ministry. Our ministry is to so shine with the light of Christ that people will come and say, what is it that you have? I want that too. And you say, well, let me tell you about my Jesus. Not about me. Let me tell you about Jesus. Do we so shine in the world that people would want to know about the one who shines through us? May we be that people. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.